0: It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hey my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. You know, this is really, really simple. We live in a time where if you fight for the right to murder, it's somehow virtuous and kind and compassionate and just and if you fight for life then it's somehow extreme and radical can you can you see how okay i'll put it to you this way spell out live and then reverse it and look what word you get enough said we're we're in backwards land right now black is white up is down left is right we're in backwards land. Understand that nobody wins when you advocate for murder as, as a right. And then not only are you advocating for murder, which is already morally reprehensible, but you're advocating for the murder of the most innocent of us, the most defenseless of us, the, the, very, the very same little human beings that we've always understood you protect above all else. You never sacrifice the young for the old. You never do. You never do. And you don't sacrifice the many for the few. And I watched in 2020, 2021, I watched us do the exact opposite of what any prosperous civilization or any civilization that expects not to go extinct would actually implement. We started to sacrifice the young for the old, and we sacrificed the many for the few. It's it, it's it, it defies all logic for me because nobody wins. Nobody wins. Nobody. And so you can, you can kind of see what I'm getting at. But this particular segment is I'm going to be covering an article that was put out by The Blaze. And this article is... You know, when I'm when I'm when I'm choosing content, because there's a lot of people out there like me who get it, there's a lot of folks out there who objective truth informs their every decision. And those people I get along with. I don't care what your ethnicity is, I don't care what your sexual orientation is, sexual preference is what I like to say. Orientation is just another war on language. Oh now it's orientation, whatever. <laughs> Um, I don't I don't care what, what what your faith is. I don't care what your ideology is Truth objective truth is is what binds us all Right reality is what we're all living in So it doesn't matter what I believe or what you believe what does matter What does and what always matters and what always should matter is the truth. We can't make decisions Not informed ones if we abandon truth. We can't unify if we abandon truth and that can't be any more obvious than, than the state of affairs you see in our world and definitely in our country today, that the more people abandon objective truth, the more divisive our civilization um, becomes, or not divisive, the more divided. A strategy for divisiveness is is putting subjective truth above objective truth. You know, I live my truth and all this kind of stuff. And they always try to make it seem like 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 they're, they're righteous and virtuous. And yet... The results of their ideology is nothing but chaos and destruction and death. So, but that's objectively true. But like I said, I, I can get with anybody who who's down with, with truth. You we are one we're on the same team. We may not agree on everything, but we agree that the truth is the truth. And so that's what I'm saying. That unifies us, and we can always fall back on that. And and that that will be our our brotherhood and our sisterhood will be the fact that we share in in reality. Right. So this is this article, like I said, when I'm I'm looking for for content, I look for things that I think are I, I go more cultural than I do political. I get sometimes into politics. If you follow me, you know, but the underlying root cause is not politics. The underlying root cause is culture because that speaks to our behavior our general behavior that's practiced, that's put into practice every day. That's really what shapes a civilization is what we do. Generally speaking, every day and then then those practices become expected. And there we go. Culture. Right. So this is something that that I believe speaks to culture. It's one of our linchpins, right? Like if you're playing Jenga and you start sliding stuff out, this is one of those things that if we keep pulling, it's going to all come down. That's how significant I think it is. But check this out. So, this article is, uh, like I said, coming from the Blaze. It's October 3rd from uh, Candace Hathaway. And it says Planned Parenthood announces mobile clinic that will meet patients at the Illinois border to provide abortions to residents of neighboring states. That to me is very, very significant. Planned Parenthood, first and foremost, is antithetical because they help, they, how can you plan to be a parent by not becoming a parent? But this is, this is basically death on wheels, right? I had, I had someone you know, say that, you know, well Planned Parenthood does to do other services. But you can see here that this is this is not the main intent of this mobile unit. Otherwise, why would they go to the border? Because in Illinois, a- abortion is, is legal. So they're going to the border because they're getting an influx of out-of-state abortion. So they figure, well, hey, if we go to the border because, you know, if they border Kentucky and they border Tennessee and I think another state – then, then they don't have, we can get them abortions sooner and, and because now, like when we read the article, see that they used to have to wait four days. Now they're having to wait like two and a half weeks. And So you don't have to wait to, to murder your baby. So we're gonna, we're gonna bring this, this death on wheels and we're gonna bring this butchery to you. And you're right here on the border where all you have to do is just cross right over, murder your baby, then you can go home and pop champagne. <laughs> I'm laughing because this is ridiculous. To me, this is monstrous. Right. But but they're acting underneath the assertion that what they're doing is virtuous, that they're providing care for for people who otherwise wouldn't have care. But see, the care that they're providing completely discounts the baby. So they're picking and choosing who lives and who dies. And they're choosing the adult or they're choosing they're not choosing the baby. Because sometimes, I guess, in some cases, they could be teenagers, but they're they're choosing who lives and dies, and then and then thinking that they hold the moral high ground, the moral high ground at all, because who they choose is not the most innocent of us. And so, when you read this article, and I'll leave I'll leave the link where I can. What what you start to to really find out is this here so okay really quick just some details this is going to be they invested in a 37-foot rv that will remain in illinois where abortion is legal but travel close to the border of neighboring states to increase abortion access for residents in missouri kentucky and tennessee so missouri was the other one so this is about access to abortion right they say it specifically okay so this like i said this is just murder on wheels access to abortions and this is, they're trying to say that this is some response to, to Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade just went back to the Constitution and got the federal government out of what should be state business. But now you have this state here, and you even see what, what Gavin Newsom is doing here in California, unfortunately. And I'm a California boy, and I love California, but, but the man is a monster. And he's putting up billboards. I kid you not, he's putting up billboards. And I heard he's even putting, like, scripture on the billboards. I mean... It just he has no shame whatsoever. He has no shame, and so what I what I want to show you is is this really quick because I found that this was pretty significant. Planned Parenthood reported that since June, its Fairview Heights clinic witnessed a thirty percent increase in abortion patients and a three hundred and forty percent increase from patients outside of Missouri, outside Missouri or Illinois. Three hundred and forty percent. So what I what I want you to understand what this means is. Your argument of of it not being, you know, frequent goes out the window, your argument that it's all due to incest and rape and medical necessity goes out the window. Right. And they even they even try to cover this. This is this is something that that I found really, really significant here. Check this out. So this to me encapsulates it all. In Illinois, it is legal to have have an abortion before fetal viability. First of all, let's address this. Fetal viability, that's ridiculous. That's, that's just made up. You understand that, right? You understand that saying fetal viability is trying to somehow say that that before you get to that point, it's not murder. No, you understand that, that life starts at conception. That's just a fact. You can try to deny it all you want to. You can try to pray it out. Scientists and what not! I'm sorry they are scientists and and there is intelligentsia that believe that a man can have a baby so their credibility is Suspect to me We know that life starts at conception It's on video. like You can see it like I've researched it As soon as that As soon as that sperm hits the egg there's even like this flash and then it just starts to happen Life just boom, boom 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 Like it, it comes right out the gate okay now as soon as that happens everything within that process, is just early development of a human being. If you stop the early development of a human being, you kill that human being. That's just the truth. That's just the way that is. So saying fetal viability, that's just language that makes it seem like what they're doing isn't really what they're doing. It's murder. Okay. Now, if you're, if, if, if a doctor comes through and within a, within a, within a medical assessment says that, that this fetus is not, is, is not alive, it's not alive anymore, right? It, de- it, it didn't develop properly. That's, that's now speaking to fetal viability. But that, that goes through a, a medical process where it gets assessed. And a medical professional with, with that testing process then will come with that diagnosis and will inform the family or inform the mother. So when they're saying fetal viability, they're not talking about that. What they're talking about is in general, they're under this, this, this misconception or they know the truth, but they're using it to manipulate the ignorant masses that there's certain stages where now, now it'll be a human being. So the stages before what it could have become, what a rabbit, like, stop it. Okay. So I just want to address that. That's a made up term and it's stupid without exception. So I'm sorry again. In Illinois, it is legal to have an abortion before fetal viability without exception. However, an abortion may be performed at or past fetal viability if in the professional judgment of the healthcare professional the abortion is necessary to protect the life or health of the patient. Now that would lead you to believe that we're talking about medical necessity. Right? But we're not talking about medical necessity. This is why I think that this is this is encapsulates it all. Because they change language and they twist language to make it seem like it's one thing when it's really something else. They make it seem like it's an apple, but really it's a rotten orange. Okay, so here's it's not medical. It's not medical necessity. It's not like it's going through a process where, where it's proven that this pregnancy will. It, it's it's. That the baby is, is not is not going to be able to be saved and it's going to put the mother's life in danger. These are very extreme cases that happen like what less than a percent of the time. OK, that's not what we're talking about here. What they're talking about is this. The health of the patient is defined as the physical, emotional, psychological and familial health and age. <laughs> so basically anything, basically anything. The mother's distraught, of course, the mother's distraught. That's why she's coming to you. She's obviously not in a situation that that was a pleasant situation. Otherwise, she wouldn't be coming to you. So, of course, feeling psychological and emotional, that's a given. And then familial health and age. What does that even mean? Does that mean that it's a 12 year old? It's a 13 year old. It's a 10 year old. Is that what you're talking about? How many times does that happen? Percentage wise, that a 10 year old is is pregnant and he's an abortion. How many times see they're being disingenuous, they're taking extremes and trying to filter it in with the generalities because what they're talking about, generally speaking, most abortions are just elective. A person is electing to murder a human life. They're not rape and incest and medical necessity. See but that's the truth. They don't care about the truth. What they want to do is kill. And what are they killing the most innocent of us? They're destroying our future and they're making it culturally acceptable over the last 56 years, they've been making it culturally acceptable, right? Same words, reproductive right, healthcare, all this kind of stuff. When it's the very opposite of a reproductive right, it's the very opposite of healthcare. It may be healthcare for the mom, but not healthcare for the baby. So once again, you're selecting who you're gonna kill and who you're gonna save, and you're choosing not the innocent? Okay, okay. Right. So I'll leave this for you to read. It's a short article and it's just more of folks trying to justify trying to, trying to justify evil acts. It's really what it comes down to. So this is crucial because as I said before, we sacrifice the young for the old. That's not a civilization that 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 can expect to remain in existence eventually. That's going to come back to bite us in the backside. And it's already starting. They don't want you to know it's already starting. Birth rates are down. We're, we have a population issue, not an overpopulation issue. We have an underpopulation issue. <laughs> and they're, and they're, they're distracting you with like green energy push and climate and all this kind of stuff. And by the time you figure out that you've been lied to, you'll be standing at the end. You'll be standing at the cliff about to be pushed off by these green activists and Democrats and all that, like you'll be put like, wait a minute, I thought it was this, like, no. The best thing that you can do, the best thing that you can do is inform your mind with objective truth. Research yourself, research yourself, but look for ad- objective truth. Like, just impl- implement the scientific method because truth is the only way that you can protect your mind from these lies and this manipulation. It really does seem like there's this force just trying to destroy the world of men. I I, I don't know what other conclusion to come to. Because now parent, Planned Parenthood's getting a 37 foot RV to go to the border of Illinois so that they can so they can make it easier for mothers to come, mothers yes women because only women can have babies mothers to come from neighboring states to make it easier for them to kill their children. They're fighting to murder children when they could be fighting for life. And there are, there are institutions that do that and they get villainized. There are institutions that give, that give support and options to these women that will give the best possible outcome for both the mother and the new life. So we could be fighting for life or you could be fighting for the right to murder. And so understand that when you're holding up that sign, my body, my choice, what you're fighting for is the right to murder and that's not gonna end well for us. That's not going to end well for you. It's not. Holding that kind of blackness on your spirit is not. It's, it's not going to work out well. And so I just wanted to show you the lengths to which these institutions are going in order to advocate and encourage and support the murdering of children. When we could be fighting for life, we could be you know, implementing consequences, Like when you're talking about like rape and incest implementing consequences that rapists don't want to have happen. So then that will be in their mind like, oh, I want to rape that woman. But, you know, I'm not because I don't want the consequences. Maybe we could do that. And maybe that'll bring down rape. You think maybe we give them consequences. where are like, oh, no, I don't want those consequences. (laughs) Do you think that maybe that's a better, better place to go? What if we got back to nuclear family and supporting the family? What if what if we brought religion back in? right? Whether you're religious or not, bringing back Judeo-Christian values supports the family, supports wise, wise, supports wiser decisions, supports accountability. What if we actually gave our young people a very, very healthy courting ritual instead of, instead of over-sexualizing everything, removing accountability and then sending them out there not knowing how to interact with one another or what to do but telling them it's okay to just go ahead and please yourself. What if we actually gave them a value structure that will that will give them a blueprint for prosperity, a blueprint, right? Like, Hey, there's no reason for you to have sex before you're actually going to find the person that you want to have children with because sex primary function is procreation. So why are you going to, why are you, why are you engaging in the act of procreation before you actually want to procreate unless you're, you just want to selfishly serve yourself. But we see where that leads so we can give them a blueprint like, Hey, Men, you're supposed to protect and provide. Women, you're, you're the nurturers and you're the first teachers of the child. There's no reason for you guys to engage in sexual activity, activity whose primary function is procreation, until you're ready to actually have a family. And then we can teach them in school how to prioritize creating a life that will allow them to care for one another and to care for a family. We can do all those things. And then incest will go down, crime will go down, our economy will be better, abortions will go down tremendously, rape will go down because now you got men doing what they're supposed to do, protecting the women, right? That's why I'm saying culture is what's important. We've strayed from the path of a culture that is gonna promote prosperity for all, and we've adopted this disease culture of narcissism that leads to nihilism, and that nihilism just creates sociopaths. And there we are. And if you're objectively looking at at this world, you see that that's that I'm exactly right. And I'm not right because I'm right. I'm right because I'm observing the truth and I'm letting that inform me. Because that's that's what I'm doing. I'm this has nothing to do with what I believe is happening. Oh, like, oh, I believe that. Like, no, I just look outside my window and if the sun's rising. I go, hey, look, the sun's coming up. That's not something that I believe <laughs> it's, it's, it's like there's a sun. So this is this is like, if, if you guys want to want to have a conversation, anybody, I'm always open to having a conversation. Understand that the foundation of that conversation, the playbook that we will be going by is objective truth. If you're not willing to adhere to that, then it's a waste of time for you to reach out to me. Because then it'll be like, I'll be playing basketball under the rules of basketball and you'll be playing basketball, changing the rules so you can win. And that's a waste of my time. But if we both agree the foundation is objective truth then, hey, let's have a discussion and let's really, let's let's share ideas and we'll both grow from that and we'll both evolve from that. And that's how we're meant to actually evolve is through conversation. But we must, we must have a, the platform for which we're conversating has to be a shared, unifying platform. And the only thing that can be shared is objective truth because it's true. You understand that? All right. So as always, they want you in the dark and I'm over here trying to help you to do what? Turn on that light. You guys be well.